What is going on, guys? My name is Mac. Cross from me, lifelong friend, basketball connoisseur, Garrett Howell. Coming at you on this gloomy, super gloomy, super rainy, super cloudy Thursday afternoon. Gross afternoon. One of the grossest afternoons I've had in a while. Yeah, well, you know, it'd be like that. Um, but we're coming at you December 16th, 2021. And if anybody that's listening knows me, by any chance, they would know that today is... Indeed, my 23rd birthday, 23 rotations around the sun, my uh, Fred Van Vliet year. He's wearing the jersey, it's on. As I'm wearing my Fred Van Vliet jersey right now, but uh, you know, got a big night plan, gonna go eat at this iconic place, probably the icon of Paducah. It's, it's close. The country castle. Maybe, McCall- gonna... Maybe McAllister's is the icon of Paducah. No, dude, F McAllister's. But, uh, and then we're going to see the Spider-Man movie. So, you know, pretty pretty nice night planned, but uh super gloomy day. But uh how you doing, Garrett? I'm doing great. Have you had any Spider Man spoilers yet? No, no, dude. I I took my TikTok and I took my Twitter and I moved it to the back page of my phone. I'm not looking. I'm so not looking. I've looked at Twitter and TikTok today both and I just didn't go to comments. I didn't see any TikToks just blatantly spoiling or anything. Well good. But Shout I do humanity. know uh Dad texted us earlier and he said I spoiled it for myself. And we said how, because you know he's a big YouTube guy. Watch yeah. YouTube. He said one of them popped up in a thumbnail, and it just it was there. It was too late. Oh no, dude, that's so, that's awful. That's awful. So, but same with I mean Clayton had the same kind of thing, right? He, <laughs> yeah. he watched a, yeah. he read some comments, right? <laughs> yeah, Clayton, our friend, he uh, went to some comments that he shouldn't have, and uh, he got he got the Spider Man No Way Home spoiled for him. Which I mean, why release the movie in the UK a day before you release it everywhere else? Like I don't that's know. just so that's just asking. Like, if it's a low-budget, like, non-AAA title, mm-hmm. then yeah, go for it. But, like, we're talking about a Marvel movie, man. Like, we're talking about the real deal and here. And one that's probably been the most anticipated for a really long time. Yeah. Everyone's been thinking about the Spider-Man movie since, like, last year when they announced it. So Yeah, for sure. I mean, there's not kind of speculative, but uh, whatever, whatever. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's whatever. Anyways, to start off, we might as well go rip off these trivia questions, right? Oh, yeah, that's true. So, so uh, I went two week, and one. Yeah, you're two and one. I've got you down here in my notes, Mac. O and O. Okay, nice. All right, Good. let's see. Do Who these questions do? cater to you? Oh, okay. First one: Who is the youngest player in NBA history to two thousand points? Not by game, but by age. Youngest player to two thousand points. Oh man, I I want to say Devin Booker, but like I just. Don't think that's right. Oh, dude. Is it? Yeah, I'm going to go LeBron. It is LeBron. Now, let's bonus question here. Won't count towards the record. Who is the youngest by games? Youngest by games? That might. They beat out LeBron by four games. Is that Devin Booker? No. Is it Kevin Durant? So, Kevin Durant, 97 games. Devin Booker, 122 games. This person was 88. You love him. Carmelo Anthony? No, it's Luca. Luca, Oh, man. He, yeah, Luca is know. the seventh age-wise to hit it. Yeah, and I, think, I can't believe I didn't think of Luca. I think Ant is actually now seventh. Really? Nice. He did it last night. Pure also, score. He also said a, uh, he was the youngest person to ever make 10 threes in a game last night. Yeah. And he was... Most threes made in the game for a Timberwolves player ever last night. Wow. So, there was that. All right. One of one here. 
Who won the 2008 Finals MVP? 2008 Finals MVP. Oh, man. I know the Celtics won it. Yep. God, I don't know if it's Paul Pierce or KG. Because yep. I know, you know, I want to say in that interview where KG said anything is possible, he was holding the Finals MVP trophy. But, oh, man, who played better? Oh, man, I'm going to get this wrong. My gut says Kevin Garnett, but I really think it's Paul Pierce. Um, I'm going Kevin Garnett. Paul Pierce. Oh, my goodness, man. Okay. You're joking. Oh, that's rough. Who has the most points scored in a single game in Raptors history? Um, dude, surely to God, it's not Terrence Ross, is it? Okay. Um, he scored 50 with the magic. He scored 50 with the Raptors too. Did he? Yeah. Well, he, he, it wasn't him. Highest score. I don't remember DeMar ever dropping like a crazy high amount of points in a game. Is it quiet? It could be Kawhi. But it could also be like a dark horse, like Damon Stoudemire or something. Oh, man. Oh. You know it. Do I know it? Right on your heart. I'm going to go with DeMar. Fred Van Vliet, get it right on your heart right now. Oh, my God. It is Fred Van Vliet. He dropped 57, didn't 54. he? 54. 54 against the Magic. DeMar scored 52. He's second. And then Vince Carter, 51. Mm. Yep. Fred Van Vliet, bro. I went one of three or one, one, one and two. two. I'm one and two. That's tough, man. Freddie, I didn't even think about Freddie. I'm gonna be honest. That's disrespectful. I gave you, I gave you the questions for the catered, but they're a little tough because yeah. you had to, you had to really, yeah, I just... had to dig for it. Especially and the man, second Fred one. Fred Van Vliet, that happened like literally last season, didn't it? Yeah, one or two years ago. It yeah, was real <sighs> recent. Really recent. Because I remember he's one of him and Moses Malone. I think are the only two undrafted players to ever drop fifty. I yeah, that's probably about right. I remember that stat. I'm pretty Still sure. Still wild that Moses Malone was undrafted. Yeah. Speaking I of agree. undrafted, how about Austin Reeves hitting that game hitting winner? Hitting that game the... winner, yes. That was sir. a you fly. Have you watched it? No, I haven't. I haven't. Okay, seen it. so they have like 15 seconds left, and LeBron gets the ball. He just does his thing where you just sit there. He's waiting. Then he hits Ellington. Ellington has an open look, waits for somebody to jump, passes to Westbrook. Westbrook is sitting wide open for like three seconds from the corner. Just looks at it. And then drives around and then just passes to Reeves for an open shot. He also technically got fouled. Should have been an M1 and would have sealed the game, but the ref wasn't going to They call won that. in overtime anyway, don't they? Or didn't they? Yeah, there was only .9 seconds left after that shot. So, But, yeah, mm-hmm. the rookie, Austin Reeves. He went 5-6 yeah. of six from three last night, 15 points. Yeah. Um. You know, speaking of rookie, there is something I want to touch on. You know, my birthday, I feel like I deserve it. Raptors themed. Um, Scotty Barnes is going downhill. <laughs> The the Scotty Barnes effect is going downhill very fast, and I say that because he is now coming off the bench, which is fine, you know, rookie expected. Not a big deal. Um, it's kind of tough to run him and OG Ananobi in the same rotation, considering they're almost identical players. So the problem is the bench, the Raptors bench, gives no heart on offense whatsoever. 
And when you have the bench of Yuta Watanabe, I, I don't know if it's Watanabe or Watanabe, but anyway, uh, Yuta Watanabe, uh, Chris Boucher, who, God, he's having a rough fall year. Fall off. God, he's having the a rough year. The fall off was major. Um, you know, you got Scotty Barnes, you got Precious Achua, who, you know. Precious back. Yeah, I think so. Um, I think he's averaging like 8-8 eight and eight on the year, maybe like 8-7.8 eight and 7. 8 or something like that. I looked at his stats earlier, but. Scotty just does not want to get involved with the bench's offense, and he needs to because, you know, you know, just as well as I do, first five games, I don't think he dropped under 18 points or something like that. I think we uh, we had a discussion about that. And his averages are looking really good. He just won't get involved. And, you know, there comes a point in time where you just have to say, you know, give him the green light, you know, like Nick Nurse needs to say, hey, look, man, you're our fourth pick. You're the future of the franchise right now. That's a conundrum. But uh, you need to get involved, man. And he's just not really doing it. So he's had a good. He had a good game uh, last night, two nights ago, at yeah. twenty three, twelve and five, but no defensive stats. Yeah, and he also uh, the game before this one. Do you have their schedule pulled up? The, um, game, the game before their last game, they played. They played Sacramento. He had sixteen, three and two, and he had five blocks. Yeah, he shot. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think he shot like from three. He took like an ungodly amount of threes. one or two that game. There's one game. I'll I'll look I'll for keep. it. Um, there was one game he shot abysmally bad from three, which is fine, you know. Like he's not made to shoot from three, but he shot good in the last five games of that. This. Maybe this it happened Raptors, longer ago than you realized. Yeah, the Raptors fan page I follow, they had it, like, broken down, and, like, they had a clip of every shot he took and every shot he missed. Mm-hmm. And, like, they're good looks, but at some point, you got to bear down and hit them, bro. Like, I mean, yeah. you're in the NBA. You've got to make those shots. And, you know, Fred Van Vliet, he's playing all right. He's playing fine. Uh, OG, who's having a little bit of a shooting slump, he did start off the year, I think, 42% from three or something. I think he's gone down a little bit, but... You know, all in all, that Raptors bench is, you know, the Raptors, something that they've identified by for the past few years is their depth. You know, uh, their bench play has been amazing. You know, they've had the likes of Fred Van Vliet, um, Chris Boucher, Pascal Siakam, even when he was coming off the bench. And, uh, you know, they come off the bench and they do good things, but they're just not there this year. It's just the it's, starters only. Yeah, the bench really isn't. That was the only kind of worry I had with the Raptors starting off is their bench depth. Now it's kind of for real. I didn't which, think it would stick. Which Goran Dragic choosing to not play. That does kill Along it. with Chris Boucher falling off. Malachi Flynn not getting as many with, minutes. Yeah, Malachi Flynn playing really bad when he gets minutes too. It's, I didn't realize he was playing bad either. It's like the Raptors are just falling apart, man. But they have a very, very solid starting five. That's the thing. They have a solid, like, seven, really. I'd give them, honestly, I'd give them a top eight starting five in the league, probably. But it's just the bench, man. The the people that are supposed to come in and drop, you know, 12 or 13 a night, 10 a night, they just aren't doing it. They just aren't getting it done. Just not there for the boys. Yeah. Um, Timberwolves smacked the Nuggets last night. Did they? Oh, I thought they were about to. I thought I was about to scroll up and see a win streak, but they're not on one. Don't worry. Oh. Uh, they'll probably lose to the Lakers tomorrow by thirty. That's how they trend. Speaking of the Lakers, Russ out, Avery Bradley out. 
But Isaiah Thomas is in, baby. Got signed after the 42-point outburst. Did they sign him? Yeah, in the G League. They signed him to a 10-day under the hardship exemption today. Exemption, exception, whatever. But, yeah, IT is back on the Lakers. Will he wear number seven? I don't know. But he's back, man. Dude, COVID is ravaging the world. The new variant, I don't think it's as, like, uh, lethal. But everybody's getting it. It's contagious, it. man. There's, it is I think, super contagious. There's over 40 players in the NBA that are that have it, and there's over 100 players in the NFL that I'd have it. I'd say I was talking to somebody earlier, and I saw the NFL had like 75 people test positive in two days. Yeah. Like this this new variant is just out Which and luckily, about. You know, luckily, it's not, as, it's not as hard to deal with. It's not Absolutely. as deadly. So, I mean, that's great and all, but, I mean, it's still COVID. So, I wouldn't doubt if we see another – break of the nba season along with the nfl season and so it'll suck for the nfl now because they're so close to the end yeah like what week 15 yeah which if i'm not mistaken around this time last year was when they cut off the nba season right two years ago yep or oh yeah oh my god that was two years ago they cut it off for about four months four months and then brought it back everybody played eight games and then they went to the playoffs mm-hmm. and that's when the suns just chose to ascend now, and be a team yeah now obviously if they cut it off this time it would probably be only for like a month yeah just to get it make sure everybody's yeah in just check. get everybody under control i mean the the pandemic isn't a new thing anymore and so we know people about know how to contain it what to do you know and there's the period after you've had it where you can't get it yeah again for a while so there's all the yeah so i mean we're we're very well prepared this time oh, so, so it would only be like a month we'd probably lose out on what 15 games and it'd probably be worth it just to get it under control for a while honestly. i agree i mean i agree i mean it's worth whatever to keep people safe so i mean that's yeah, that the, 66 game season we've been asking for for years yeah that is true that is true we could do it in 2k shout out ronnie but but yeah isaiah thomas back on the back. lakers um i don't think it makes him any better I don't think he'll drop above 15 points in an NBA game. But, hey, prove me wrong, IT. Do it. Hey, what about Lance Stevenson also dropping a triple-double in the G League that same night? <laughs> yeah, dude. It was just it was just old head night in the G League. It was. I'm surprised. They, hey, they lost, though. Did you know that? Who? They lost that game. Uh, the gold team. Yeah. That has IT and Lance Stevenson. You know why? Why? Ogo Batadze scored 38. <laughs> He's the real the, deal, man. For the Fort Wayne Mad Ants, baby. Fort Wayne Mad Ants. He scored 38. Cause I, <laughs> I, somebody, like... We did the box score, and I looked at the score. I was like, wait, they lost? And I looked down, and I was like, Goga, 38. Goga. Nobody's even talking about it. Goga, he's good, man. Like, I get there's not really a fit for him on Indiana, um, but he's good. And, It'd you be know, a fit if they traded some people away. Indiana, Indiana's going to bring him up next season. I, I predict that. I, I'm oh, pretty sure that's going to happen. Might as well right now. Yeah. They don't have really anything going for them. And they probably have half their roster out to the yep. Omicron variant or however you say. I don't know. Um, oh, you think Westbrook gets shipped? Like this season? Like at the trade deadline? Yeah, they're talking about it. Are they really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, I don't know. I'll be honest. I've watched maybe one Lakers game this season. I haven't watched They just them. don't pique my interest. Listen, everybody knew except the Lakers, that it wouldn't work with Russ, not because of, like, Russ, all the problems people say he has. It's because him and LeBron are the exact same player. Yeah. They are so ball-dominant. Why would that work? Yeah. LeBron brings the ball up, and they never have a good point guard playing with him. Why would putting an all-star point guard playing with him work? Like, uh, 
I just don't know what they thought. Like they needed Ben Simmons. That's what they should have got. Ben Simmons ben would be Simmons perfect. Hey, maybe that could still happen. Hey, a Russell Westbrook and Joel Embiid duo is pretty lethal in my. Oh, I opinion. hate each other though. Maybe not oh, though. Oh yeah, they'd hate each other, but they also want to win. They probably want to win more than a lot of people in the league, honestly. Yeah. So the will, you know, the will is there. Ben Simmons to the Lakers, maybe. AD possibly. has also not been as good this year either, though. Lakers hey. have just been like lackluster. Yeah. No interest peaking at all. Like you see their box scores, and you're like, why would I want to watch a game? Yeah, that that's Nothing. true. I've watched Wayne Ellington and Trevor Ariza play basketball for ten years. I don't feel like watching it anymore. <laughs> yeah, same with I mean like, Carmelo Anthony. Ever since he uh, ever since he took those seasons off or whatever, not even took them off. He just didn't get signed. That's mad disrespectful. But absolutely. All he does is sit in the corner now. He makes it look good, though. I mean, he yes, hits he the shots, but he'll sit in the corner. He'll do his short corner, you know, back down jumpers. He'll do all that, but uh, but he makes it work. He makes it look good. So I mean, I want Carmelo to score forty, just one. Yeah. Imagine we get a Carmelo in the garden somehow, and he just scores fifty. Ooh, Carmelo in the garden. I or, mean, it could happen. He might. The... He might retire a Nick. I feel yeah. like he's more a Nick than he is a Nugget. Absolutely. I think George Carl ruined his. Oh yeah, George Carl hated that whole team with him and Jr. and AI and yeah, because that team was swagtastic, and I know that's such a cringe middle school but it's word such to a say. Fact. They were swagtastic, and George Carl just wasn't having any of it. You need to get someone like Steve Kerr, dude. Imagine Steve Kerr coaching that Nuggets team. That would have been sick. You know, I saw a quote today from a uh, Mark Jackson that said that in 2013 he said that he has the best shooting backcourt in NBA yes, history. I saw that. And just to watch it. Yeah, to watch it unfold. That's still manifest. one of the craziest firings ever. I Fire agree. a forty-one coach, fifty-one coach, and then you get Steve Kerr. Just like I mean, crazy, just because he was winning. Obviously, yeah. it was worth it. I don't disagree with that. I just think yeah. like most of the time you get fired because you suck. Yeah, I mean, him and Dwayne, Dwayne Casey, Casey are the only yeah. two that I've seen I was about to get say, fired Dwayne for winning. Casey won Coach of the Year and got fired. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta see that. You gotta see the vision. Yeah, got to see the, it through, my boy. The Raptors and the Warriors both saw it through. Yeah, they did. Just um, wild. Which, speaking of, man, watching that Curry, that Curry performance, whoo, man, like. I was th- I thought he was going to score 40, honestly. 22 was good. I just was thinking 40 in the game. I'm very surprised that he hasn't hit it earlier. You know what I mean? He's had, what, three seasons in a row of hitting 400 threes? Like, I just figured he'd hit it faster. Because, I mean, what, it was 2,971 or Four. something like that? 74? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, I mean, Ray Allen, he's one of my favorite players of all time. So, I mean, it hurts to see that record be beat. But, I mean, if it had to be by anybody, I'm glad it was Curry. You know what I mean? He is the greatest shooter of all time. Close. He's maybe the greatest point guard of all time when it's all said and done. It, that's going to be real tight. What, he's got three championships? Three Dude. championships. No finals MVPs. Two MVPs, though. Um, Probably a scoring title or two, if I had to guess. Maybe not, though. Yeah, do they even do scoring titles anymore? I don't know if they technically do. Um, I know they just say, like, this is who league in scoring, passing, yeah. whatever, but... Yeah, Um. he was... He won a most improved, didn't he? I have no idea. Or I think... Wait, no, that was that was, like, a super crazy stat, though, back in, like, 2016 or 2017 was... After his MVP, after his first MVP, he played at such a better rate after the MVP that he got, he was voted in for most improved player. He was like fourth in the running for most improved because he was playing that much better than he did his already MVP season. Hey, the Timberwolves passed on twice for Johnny Flynn and uh, Ricky Rubio. Johnny Flynn. Hey, Ricky Rubio, bro. I don't care what anybody says. That dude is one of the most fun basketball players to watch. 
it is so fun watching him play. He's so good. He's yep. just, he he is he's just good. Facts and and what he scored forty once a season already. Yeah, and I think and, he scored thirty seven the other night. Yeah, he's been falling. Um, also, I honestly hate the term passing on people. You don't know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're... Like Johnny Flynn was really good out of a big D one school in Syracuse, and Steph Curry went on a tournament run from Davidson. Like, like it's just like. Steph Curry is essentially had the Jimmer Fredette path. He just happened to translate. He tra- Oh, yeah, didn't. he translated heavy because they're what? Probably the same size, same style of game. I don't know. Not Jimmer the handle might be was. like 5'10". Jimmer okay. might be like 5'10". Or Regardless, pull it from anywhere, guys. They're going to get their shot whether, they, yeah. whether you want them to or not. They yeah. just didn't. Wasn't the same. And maybe that's Sacramento's fault. Can we get to the point where we blame Sacramento for everything now and not the players that go through Sacramento? Maybe. I mean, is it getting to that point? Because it's yeah, I think uh, it is. Sacramento's pretty down horrendous. Yeah, they are. And, you know, I think it might be time to get De'Aaron out. And, like, n- no disrespect to De'Aaron whatsoever. But I think you need to get De'Aaron to a winning culture, blow the team up, get rid of Harrison Barnes' ungodly big contract. Like, I get he's playing well, but he's not playing $31 million a year well or however much he's making. I'm pretty sure it's close to that. It's very close to that. Um, but he's not playing thirty-one million or however much he's getting paid for. He's not playing that good, and you just need a reset. You just need a legitimate reset. I'm trying to think of where you could send De'Aaron. Almost said Portland, but then I remember they have a point guard already, not named Damian Lillard. So that, you know that's the weird part, right? Is the NBA is pretty solidified. The teams have what they go. want, and they're not looking to make blockbuster deals. I know Daryl Morey's not getting rid of Benson. No. I saw where some execs were saying that he still is asking for, like, unpayable amounts. Yeah. So, like, he's not... I don't get why you'd want to deal with it anymore for Daryl Morey. Like, I get I that Ben Simmons is good, and he has a lot of potential, but, like, it's would just At be this frustrating. Point, he's, what, to, 25, 26? Yeah, and you... If you're Philly, you've really given him all you can at this point. He yeah. is saying all these things about not wanting to, not wanting to play, and he's got... All this stuff going on internally, just uh, you know, it's just not working there. It clearly is just not. There needs to be a divorce there. A I divorce. Mean, literally, it's what it's going to look like. They need to split the kids. Weekend here, weekend there. Hey, De'Aaron for Ben Simmons. Now that. That's a big possibility. You know it. Uh, Sacramento. Eh, I don't Sacramento know. has enough to give it, but yeah. that also ruins Sacramento's team. Yeah, Ben Moore Simmons would, is 25, by the way, just checked. Daryl Morey, Morey would probably ask for a pick or two and, like, Buddy or Halliburton and De'Aaron. Like, yeah, you can't Darryl get Morey's rid of all getting that. Daryl Morey's Halliburton's value is a lot higher than people realize. He, he, might, be, he might be a six-man-of-the-year candidate. You He's know? really good. If I, I, I don't know if he starts, actually, for Sacramento. I think he does, and Davion and Buddy come off the bench. Mm, Davion's been Davion's underwhelming as well. Underwhelming? I just offensively, saw... I think so. Oh well, yeah, I think he averages like nine point seven points I went, a game. I went and checked it one day. Uh, I think I was just rolling through fantasy basketball and trying to think of somebody to pick up, and I just went and looked at his numbers. He averaged like less than ten. I was like, what? They have nobody on their bench, but so I thought him and Buddy were ripping it. There was a clip of him it. clamping. Was it Darius Garland clamped him for a whole twenty-four? His defense is, his defense is so elite. Crazy. He's and small it, too, uh, but he's tough. I mean, it makes sense. 
But also, let's be honest, it doesn't really matter if you're small in the morning NBA because most of the guards are small. I mean, if yeah. you think about it, yeah, I can think of a, several guards that are six foot right now that are yeah. solid. Darius Garland, Colin Sexton, Sexton Mitchell, Van Vliet, uh, Van Vliet, Lowry, Lowry Short, Dragic. Uh, yeah, we could do this for a while. Let's not. We don't need to get into it. But <laughs> there's a lot of guards that are six foot that are just balling now. Yeah. I agree. Um, here's something funny on the Steph Curry topic real quick. Did you see the picture of him and Miles Garrett standing next to each other? No, I didn't. It just is funny because somebody, I think it was an NFL guy, said, you realize how like normal these guys are when you see them in like, a real setting? Because mm-hmm. on the football field, Miles Garrett looks like a freaking animal yeah. height-wise, and then he's just the same height as Steph Curry. Yeah. He's just like probably yeah. 100 pounds lighter than him. <laughs> yeah, I, did, I didn't really think about that, but yeah, Curry's probably, because Curry's what, 6'3", 6'2"? 6'3", 6'4", yep. Something oh. like that. He's actually a decently tall guard. I want the taller ones now. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I'd agree. I mean, and I don't know what it is, but it just seems like yeah, there's like a burst of just small guards that are coming into the league. Because I, mean, I love it. The guards small. are fun. No, like six three, six four. I thought he was six two. CJ's short. CJ is very short. CJ and Dame are both short. Yeah. Clay, he's a midget, man. Clay Thompson, yeah, he's only like six six. I was about to say he's like <laughs> I thought I was about to say he's like six 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 seven. He's the same height as Draymond, essentially. Yeah, he is. Draymond is a dwarf, the, the biggest, smallest forward power forward ever. Yeah, he's like Chuck Hayes level. Oh, what a what a guy, Chuck Hayes, <laughs> the Kentucky boy right there. He, yeah, well, not did he play t- in Kentucky? He did. Yeah, I don't know if oh, he's from man. Kentucky, but he did play in Kentucky. Yeah, man. The, Oh, the yeah, stop free throws what I'm acting out yeah, right yeah, now. Where he he's doing the, yeah, he's doing the Chuck Hayes free throw. It's, One of the ugliest free throws of all time. Yeah, it, it looked pretty good, though. Garrett's impersonation did. Um, it was close. Ugliest free throw of all time, though, has to, has to go to uh, Michael Kidd Gilchrist, right? I would say Having just, that elbow flared out there. No, I don't know if I remember watching like, him shoot free throws, but his jump shot's like... His jump shot's whack. He's like... Who else had the whack jump shot that played for the Timberwolves? Oh... Uh, Oh man, like back in like 2011. Was it Kenyon Martin? Kenyon Martin had a pretty whack jump shot. No, Kevin Martin. Sorry, Kevin Martin. Yeah. This was like a Sean Marion hybrid shot. Yeah. He was a sniper there, though. Oh, yeah. I mean, it went in, but it was ugly. Kevin Martin was a baller on the Kings. Kevin Martin was a 2K baller, too. Did he go on the tournament? The Timberwolves? Kevin Martin was 100% on the Timberwolves. I promise. Let's look it up. I know he went from the Kings I, to the Rockets to the Thunder. Or I'll maybe put $100 like, on the table right now. It says he is. It's not my birthday, so I don't have that birthday money rolling around. You know, <laughs> I you wish. A, yeah, when you're 23, you, know, you don't get, get birthday money. On that. You don't get birthday he money. He was when on you're the Timberwolves. Yeah, for like four years. Um, Check it. How many seasons? Three years. Ah, uh, three. He uh, is on his way out of the NBA, actually. So he went Sacramento to Houston to OKC for a year, Minnesota for three years, and then San Antonio for 16 games. I, was, I thought you were about to say 16 years. I was like, no, no, no. what? So Minnesota's his best year. He, went, he averaged 19 points and 20 points in Jeez. two years in Minnesota. Then he dropped down to 10 and then to 6 in San Antonio. He was really uh, – Bro, he had a, he had a season there. He had a season uh, it actually there. looks like – he was balling. So he was actually declining from 2010 to 2012, and then the Thunder traded him. And then he had an uptick in Minnesota, probably because the Minnesota was just bad. He was just like the guy, probably, if I had to guess. Yeah. So he was probably the guy. Speaking of. Before Cat got there. Speaking of the guy. The guy? How about. Who's the guy? Sorry, hang on. 
Yeah, okay. I was wanting to make sure that I was correct. Evan Mobley, still balling. He, still the he is guy. the Cavaliers guy. He is the Cavaliers guy. Love and Evan Mobley. dude, they are fourth in the East. They're one game back from Chicago. I think that's how that works, right? Yep. I don't know. God, it's so hard. The NBA app is so bad. But uh they're uh yeah, they're one game back from Chicago. And speaking of Chicago, they had like eleven players under health and safety Postpone, protocol. Baby. Yeah, that's why they're postponed against the Raptors um, tonight. But I mean Cleveland Mobley is just He's good. I I've kinda thought he should have been the first pick, low key. Just like a to my head. Maybe not for the Pistons, but for most other teams, you know? Yeah. Like I think he would have been the first pick in my eyes. Chetty? Twelve points a game. Woo man. They're a fun team to watch. I mean, they have Ricky Rubio, who's Imagine. averaging 14, 4, and 6. So I will say, I was going to say, Magic, they had Colin Sexton, but if they had Sexton, Rubio would not be playing that good. Yeah, that's true. Because he would not be getting averaging that. 16 in the games that he has played, though. So, I mean. How many? Oh, yeah, he's out for the year. I forgot. Yeah. He, that was, what, three weeks ago? Four weeks ago? Yeah, it was, it was a, a good bit ago. ago. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't think Rubio would be playing that good because of the minutes, but Rubio has stepped up for sure. Yeah. Sexton's not going to average more than 20 ever, probably. I don't know, that's, bro. That's he has like, the potential, dude. He's he does. So, I just, he's so fast, and he's not so twenty's bad. Obviously, he's good under contact too. When he uh, when he goes to the rim, he's be careful. very good under Him contact. and Darius Garland gotta be careful. They don't want to get that Isaiah Thomas hip. Yeah, that's true. Darius they, they Garland. Are, well, they are a little bigger. But Darius Garland is averaging twenty a game. I wasn't a, aware of this, but he's a bucket, dude. He is. He is a bucket. Ned. You're exactly right. He is a bucket. He's six one, twenty one years old. Woo. The bandy. They just need. I like I'm being completely honest right now. They need to get rid of Kevin Love's contract and get a and a though. big time small forward. And like, they're kind of set, dude. Like I'm gonna I'm not gonna lie, they're kind of set. They just can't get rid of that contract. They'll Nobody have wants Colin it. Colin Sexton, Darius Garland, and Ricky Rubio. They'll have them at the guards. They'll have Evan Mobley and Jared Allen as big men, and they'll have Laurie Markkinen as well. I can't forget about Okoru either. Yeah, I mean, you see where he dunked on the entire Rockets team the other night. Yeah, but uh, I'm not sold on Isaac. I don't. Bro. I think that he's just a defense guy. Yeah, he's, which is he, fine. He's seriously just like Josh Okogie, and it kind of makes sense. They kind of have the same last name almost. But I think he's, he's probably more offensively efficient than Josh Okogie because Josh Okogie is the most offensively inefficient player in the league of basketball or in the NBA, and he's terrible. Yeah, I don't know about like, that. Matisse Thybul, pretty. Incon- I take that back. Matisse Thybul is very consistent. A very consistent two and a half. Points a game. I don't know, man. Okay, who wins in a one-on-one, Matisse Thibault or Josh Kogi? Ooh. Ooh. I might have to give it to okay, Josh Kogi. Okay, let's say this. They can't go try hard on defense. Well, that's stupid. Well, I'm saying we want to see what they have offensively a little bit. Because if they're both going try hard, neither of them are taking two dribbles. But that's the thing, though. They, they might are. get in their bag. That's they true. They might get in their bag. That's true. Oh. Uh, I'm giving it to Josh Okogie, and I hate to say it because I really hate Josh Okogie in a in a basketball manner. You know, no disrespect. No, no disrespect to players in here. I I uh, I really hate the way Josh Okogie plays the game of basketball, but uh, I got to give it to him. I think. But I think I'll, I think I'll. Matisse. Is... <sighs> All right, yeah. that's it. We're gonna have to put this on a U- on a 2K game and just watch it. A 2K blacktop simulation. We're just gonna have to watch that. We're gonna put it on our Twitter. Gabe Vincent. That dude uh, plays in uh, Miami, right? Yes, sir. He had another outburst, 28 points the other night, I think. He just 
does that. He'll just randomly pop off for whatever reason. Why can't I think of this guy's face? 26 points, sorry. There you go. There's his face. Yes. Okay. Seven points a game? Yeah, I mean, he's kind of he's cracked out here. Um, but they had Dwayne Dedman starting, by the way, because uh, Bam is out. Bam, oh my goodness. Dwayne the Dedman, Heat Bam. happened to win by five, right? And they had the starting lineup of Duncan Robinson, Kyle Lowry, P.J. Tucker, Gabe Vincent, and Dwayne Dedman with, there's M. Garrett, Miles Garrett? No, Marcus Garrett, Omir, Yurtseven, Casey Akpala, and Max Strauss. Shout out to Max Strauss. Well, three of those dudes that you named off the bench outside of Max just shouldn't be getting minutes. I mean, if Casey Akpala should be getting decent maybe. minutes. If the Heat are healthy, though. But here's what I'm saying. They managed to win by five they against play? a... Fully healthy 76ers. Yes, fully healthy 76ers. Furkan Korkmaz and Georges Niang are out. You know, sorry, but... That's bench play. Yeah, that's bench play. Fully healthy and... You done it? Oh, sorry. Tyler Hero, Bam Adebayo, Jimmy Butler, Caleb Martin? Cody, I think. No, it's Caleb. Rick. Marcus Morris. Markeith Morris, sorry. The bad And one. Victor Oladipo were all not playing. When is Victor Oladipo coming back way right there? Let me... Give me the outlook. Uh, I'll be honest. And while you're doing that, I'll tell you when Zion's not coming back anytime soon. Really? What Four to that? six weeks. Just got an injection oh, in his foot. Oh, he got an injection. Yeah, I saw that. And it, I think Woj print out, or Woj quoted it saying, "An injection to promote health." Like, how does a how does an injection promote something? <laughs> so what it sounds like to me is he's not rehabbing right. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. I can't see when Victor Oladipo is going to come back. Um, it should be soon though, right? Like his original timetable so. was around Christmas, right? Clay Thompson is back. No, he's not. He's not playing until after Christmas. But they act, they brought him up though, right? I think they might have brought him up. They called him and James Wiseman both up. I saw a tweet from Woj saying he will not be in the December twenty first or twenty third home games, and he will not be playing on Christmas. Heat coach Eric Spolster breaks silence on Victor Oladipo. Uh oh. Well, what's he um, got to say? He will not play on the 13th of December, which was Monday. He was back on the court on the 13th. Well, that's good. Um, apparently, that Spo said that was a big step. Um, big, hold on. Big step. It big, seems big, all big, Depot's big return step. to action will not happen until 22. That is tough. Honestly, man. they might just. I would, if I was them, I would just storm away until playoff time. Or, like, last 10 games of the season, get him fresh, get him into the NBA rhythm. They yeah. say, all right, here we go. We have another another potential star coming off the bench. You know what hurts my soul? The Raptors being 500. The Orlando Magic being 5-24. and 24. Oh. That hurts my soul. Jalen Sugg's fault. It, Should have drafted Evan Mobley. I agree. You know? I'm Why would you draft agree? another Cole Anthony? That's the worst version of Cole Anthony. That's very true. Just, Cole Anthony, just my opinion. Cole Anthony is averaging 26 and 6. So, I mean, he's doing his thing. I'm saying, why would you draft a worse version? Chumo, Kiki, not playing the best. Wendell, though. Wendell, 13 and 10. He's kind of ascended. Now let's that he's out let's of talk Chicago. about Chumo real quick. Chumo was going to be an absolute stud, top five pick. Everybody thought, coming out yeah. of Auburn. Everybody thought and he was going to be a stud. And guess what? You pop that ACL and yep. things change real fast. Yeah, which is, you know, it's super unlucky. Pretty sure he popped that in uh, the tournament, too, the NCAA tournament, I think. Yeah, he didn't. It was, like, literally the first round, wasn't it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Because 
Auburn looked really, yeah, that's what it was because Auburn was a really big favorite for some people when they popped his ACL and that was it. Yeah. So tough, though. But, hey, the dude with the most interesting name in the NBA. Listening. Can you take a guess? Atlanta Magic? No. What team is he on? Atlanta. Timothy Luawu Cabarro. Yes, sir. Timothy Luawu Cabarro gets the start last night. Against the Magic, seven points, two rebounds, one assist, one steal. Shooting Does three Lee for Wall four. Is the best journeyman in the NBA right now? No. Carmelo Anthony. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's Because that's what he is now. I forgot. Yeah, he's, he's right. a journeyman. But I feel like we don't talk about the Hawks like at all. And I kind of want to touch on them. Well, that's, there hasn't been much to talk about. They're just good. Finally. That's true. Yeah. Last year, if we would they're they're 500. They're 14 and 14. Okay, so there's not lots to talk about. It's just like last year. They sucked at the start. Yeah. You remember last year they were the worst record in the league through like yeah. the first 20 games? Mm-hmm. Yep, I do. And they went on a – man, we talked about it like three weeks in a row. I think it was like a 23-4 and four run or something mm-hmm. like that. Yep. And they ended up making the Eastern Conference Finals. But I, I love Trey Young, man. I And I like John Collins. Remember when we first started the podcast, I wasn't sold on John Collins. I tried to tell you that John Collins is the, is the man. He's and, the man uh, for their power forward job. And then, you know, I uh, – I came, I came around, and I ended up liking him as I pluck a hair off the pop filter on my mic. That's kind of gross. But Trey Young, 27 points, almost 10 assists, four rebounds. Hey, four rebounds a game for Trey Young. That's pretty that's vicious. Slight, that's slight work. That's pretty dope. Um, let's talk about the Hawks real quick. How have they managed to get Clint Capella, Bogdan Bogdanovich, and Cam Reddish, and DeAndre Hunter – all to go along with Trey Young and John Collins. I think that's nuts. The fact that they have accumulated all this young talent, it hasn't all necessarily panned out yet, but they have the most potential in the league. And oh, that's, yeah. that's wild to say right now because, like you said, they made the Eastern Conference Finals last year. So to say that a team that made the Eastern Conference Finals has the most upside and potential in the league, which is just a statement of fact at this point. Yeah. There is no team that is that young and that deep with the potential right now. And then – you have a former million-time six-man-of-the-year, Lou Williams, coming off your bench, who, you know, he, he's up there in age. But, I mean, he's still dropping he's good, points. He's the Vince Carter guy. He's still dropping points, though. He's who averaging seven a game. Solid. Worder. Yeah, you Kevin, have, he's a, been playing kind of bad this year. Him, his though, still. Splits, yeah. He's just... His, his shooting splits are not looking very good. But, I mean, they're just a team full of 3-and-D players. Then you have the super athletic power forward in John Collins. You have the rebounding machine in Clint Capella. He's a beast. And then you have your star, Trey Young, who scores, playmakes, does it all, ends games, owns New York. Absolutely. And it just works. I mean, so if you're an NBA exec or you're a basketball team exec in general and you want to succeed, grab you a bunch of 3 and D wings, a guy that can jump out of the gym and get rebounds, and then – have your star somewhere in there, and you're good. I do think, though, when it comes to forming an NBA team, I think teams are easiest to build around when their star is a point guard. I agree. Because, like, if you look at it, the Warriors, Steph Curry, you know, that team was relatively easy to build around. They drafted a lot, so, I mean, shout out to them. But Hawks, Trey Young, Trailblazers – Damian Lillard, they've been to a Western Conference final. I mean, they didn't really do much, but they've so, been. Question, do you think it has to be a true point guard? Because the Mavs drafted Luka, and they can't really build around him. But Luka's not meant to be a point guard. That's he what I'm saying. He just happened to form into the role. Yeah, so. Oh, so, yeah. That's I thought what I'm you, saying. I thought you meant true point guard as in, like, 
15 assist a game. No, true point guard isn't short dude playing point guard. Maybe. That can't Maybe. play another position. That's pretty much what I'm getting. Um, Because Luka yeah. is not made, like you said, he's not made for the point guard. Luka is made to play the two. Probably. Two or the three. Really the three because he's a little slow. Yeah. He's a little, dude, he's slow, but everything he does is so fast. No, it works, yeah. It like, it's... It's almost like he rocks you to sleep with his slowness, and then he'll just crank out a step back hey, or a sham god. He's or... not the best slow player in the league, though. It's Kyle Anderson, dude. You can't beat slow-mo. I don't know, dude. It might be Jokic. Jokic is slow. Dude, I think Kyle Anderson Slow-Kitch is... waddles like a penguin on the court. Bro, I'm telling so you, though, funny. I watched when we went to the Memphis Suns game the day Kobe died two years, year and a half, mm. almost two years ago. Rest in peace, Kobe Bean. Yeah, almost two years ago now. Uh, watching almost Kyle three Ander- years ago now. Right, almost two years ago. It was ago. 2019. Was it 2019? Yeah. That's what started COVID. Yes, COVID that's dying. true. Because I tweeted. I remember I tweeted. I was like, at the start of COVID, I was like, man, Kobe didn't die for this S word. But, man, uh, it is but almost yeah. three years. Listen, Kyle Anderson in person. How slow he is? Unbelievable to watch the man move. <laughs> the slowest Euro step you've ever seen in your life. Oh, man. You just got to sit there and watch. It's, like, it's Dylan... like time freezes around him. Didn't Dylan Brooks pop off in that game that y'all went to? Mm, I don't think anybody really popped off. Oh, wow. It was just kind of like a... Just a normal, conventional a, basketball game. Normal-based normal game, yeah. Yeah. But, oh, my last thought. We are talking about the Hawks. When we had the argument about Clint Capella, Capella being 7 foot and I found out he was 6'9", I think he's even better than anybody was. In. Like, the fact that he is 3 inches... Wait, short. I was on the side that he was short, yes. right? Okay. The uh, fact that he is say, 3 inches yeah. shorter than I thought, and he is still... One of the better rebounding centers in the league absolutely makes me go crazy. Makes you want to poop. Yep. Absolutely. Um, That's what I'm going to do right now. Which, speaking of the Hawks, yeah, one last thought here on the Hawks. Did you look Gallinari and Cam Reddish are the exact same player, just different skin tone? Trying to think. Yeah, I think you're right. Cam Reddish has more athleticism. Yeah, but but Danilo at his age. I just called him Ganali. All right, it's Gall- I love Gallinari so much. I miss New York Gallinari. You know who I also miss? Carlos Delfino. Shut Woo! up. That was a 2K12 god. Here's a question. Just last question here. All right. Which one of these teams did Tobias Harris play for? No Magic? Wait, wait, hang on, 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 stop. If I get this right, can I have it added? to? Can I have it replaced as a question that I got wrong at the start of the show? Yep. All right. One of these teams did Tobias Harris play for? The Celtics? Play for or not play for? Play for. Okay. Celtics, Bucks, Orlando Magic. It can be more than one. Well, he didn't play for the Celtics. Okay. He 100% played for the Magic. Okay. He played for the Bucks. Did he play for the Bucks? Did he? Did he? Uh, I think, wait. Yeah, he did. He did play for the Bucks. You're correct. I'm incorrect. You are correct. Okay, I was about to say yeah. I'm gonna he, look up, look it up to make sure, but just because he played for the Pistons, and he then, was drafted by the Bucks. But drafted no. by the Bucks. Yes, drafted by the Bucks. Traded to the Magic. Traded to the Pistons. Pistons. Traded to the Clippers. Traded to the Seventy Sixers. No, signed by the Seventy Sixers for a fat deal. Yeah, the fatty deal, and they gave him and Al Horford the maxis. Whoo! Speaking of Maxi, Tyrese Maxi, same team. Still a baller. Still a baller. Oh, okay, okay. I thought it said, uh, it was giving me like Tobias Harris game stats. I thought it said when he was on Golden State. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa
Yeah, Milwaukee two years, Orlando four years, Detroit three years, Clippers two years, Philly three years. No, Philly four years. He's on. This is that was four years ago. He, yes. Oh my goodness. It seems like he's on the Clippers last year or two years ago, whatever. It was. Yeah, but, bro. Time is just going by so fast. Gone. But anyway, guys, that's gonna wrap up our twenty-second episode of the Press Breaker Podcast, the old Karis Levert episode. Is that the tw- no, is that twenty-second? I promise it's 22nd. I got sure. it. I, I looked on the way here. I wasn't going to get is, it wrong this week. Is Mac 21 was the midseason Pacers rebuild. That is yep. a fact. Got it. Yep. So, yeah, this has been the 22nd episode of the Pressmaker Podcast. If you guys did enjoy, subscribe, like the podcast. Follow us on the socials at press underscore breaker. Um, I'm going to give a quick shout out to everybody in the local area from where this is recorded. Uh, a tornado came through, wiped out a lot of stuff. So thoughts and prayers are with the lives and families affected. Mm. And we'll be back next week for the 23rd episode. I don't know what we'll talk about. Season might be over. You never know. If it is, I don't care if I have to sit here and wrestle a broomstick for two hours to give you guys a good podcast. If if the season YouTube ends, video. me and Mac will just start getting on YouTube and live streaming us playing each other in 2K for one game every podcast episode. Yeah. We'll yeah. talk while we do it. Yeah. Like, seriously, we will. We'll do it. We have the tools to do it. Everything's sitting right here in the everything is Everything location. is sitting right here. Oh, speaking of, I want to call this the press box. Deal. <laughs> the Sorry, you guys box. don't get to choose anymore because, yeah. A, we forgot to put the poll up, but B, just because Matt came up with that, so you guys it's, can just it's suck the it. It's box. the press box. It's the press box now. So, yeah, coming at you guys live from the press box, this has been the Press Breaker Podcast. Appreciate you guys. Follow us on the socials, and we are out. We'll see you next week. Stay safe. Bye. Peace. Later. Peace. Hallelujah. Or no. Kilimanjaro. I don't know. See ya.